0: Today's episode is sponsored by Alliance Leisure, the UK's leading leisure development specialist. Over the last 30 years, Alliance has worked with numerous local authorities to design and develop community sustainable leisure environments that encourage active lives, promote community cohesion, and tackle health inequalities. With a diverse portfolio of more than 220 leisure developments, ranging from single site projects to multi million pound complete leisure portfolio transformations. Alliance Leisure Services can be procured through the UK Leisure Framework. The framework is open to all public sector organisations in the UK. For more information, visit allianceleisure.co.uk. Welcome back to The Truth About Local Government. Now, today we're going to be talking about leisure. It's a very, very political topic, and we've seen a really interesting shift starting to occur with some councils bring it back in-house. And today I'm absolutely delighted to have Jamie Groves, the Managing Director of, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Den Bigshire Leisure Limited. Um Jamie, thank you for coming on. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Thanks for having me. Did I pronounce that correctly?
1: You did, spot on. Yeah,
0: well, amazing. absolutely. Well, <laughs> a minor miracle um so jamie if i can kind of start by giving the listeners the listeners at home a bit of context as to your position and as to what you've done at denbighshire um in terms of the outsourcing of leisure and what that's meant for the leisure function overall
1: yeah well um as it happens denbighshire leisure was considered actually one of the worst performing leisure outfits in wales back in 2010, 11 um and it went through a journey of transformation whilst it was still with the local authority and there was a sort of decision made then that we would invest uh well there was no option really we had to improve what was there it couldn't get any worse so i i came on board then we appointed a, a brand new team uh then there was a journey until 2019 uh well 2015 we were we were considering at that point whether leisure in Denbyshire should be should be outsourced to give it more commercial opportunities um giving it slightly more freedom and flexibility away from the the bureaucracy of sort of local authority um and then in 2020 uh it was actually outsourced into um a private uh limited company as we are today Denbyshire Leisure Limited DLL um and um and and, and what's happened since then is is obviously we've been able to move much more freely much quicker in the market to 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 develop the business wasn't the best time to start a business i have to say march 2020 because obviously covid hit everybody at that point we were we'd only been live for four weeks fell between the cracks didn't didn't get any furlough and couldn't qualify for any grants because we still had a local authority shareholder so that posed a lot of challenges um so yeah the decision was made to, to outsource to give a bit more commercial freedom there was already a bit a, a commercial culture within within the, the the service as it was then um we'd started to shift towards that anyway that the mentality was there um and um it's gone from strength to strength ever since we've we've built on that culture since being outsourced uh, one of the key factors in 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 the success over over the last sort of three years, especially, has been the the leisure framework that we 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 work in partnership and manage with Alliance Leisure uh, because that's given us a platform to to invest uh, and develop our facilities very quickly uh, and give us the commercial solutions we needed to to be a self-sufficient company. So that was a bit of a, a whistle stop tour, but. It's really um, impressive, yeah. and
0: I guess it's one of the, it deals with. I want to go back to the the discussion around the arms and its trading company that was established, the limited company. Because for those at home, I mean, as per kind of a conversation with Andrew Pollard, when you create these companies, essentially it provides you with the flexibility and the agility to to act fundamentally as a private sector company. Um, so you know salaries, skill set, and I guess Jamie, look, we've talked about this off air quite a bit, but there is a real lack of knowledge in the leisure sector at the moment isn't there compared to um what it was say 15 20 years ago in terms of particular specialist knowledge uh, particularly within local government
1: yeah i think there's a mixed bag so before you outsource first and foremost you already need to have that culture and that operating model because if you're not operating commercially whilst you're part of the local authority what, what what makes you think you can operate commercially with the very same management model at uh, 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 more arm's length. Um, you know, a lot of people outsource for the wrong reasons, maybe to get a quick win, saving on on rates and things like that. But actually, you need to do it for the right reasons, for betterment, for growth, for protecting the things you become happy with and actually giving you opportunities to, to commercialise as well. What, what generally has happened in local authorities across the board, in, in Wales and in England, leisure has not necessarily been a, a priority. It's never been seen as a statutory function. And what tends to happen is it becomes part of something else. So you then find you've got, uh, and with all due respect, you've got um, heads of services or executives in in local authorities who are perhaps managing their own professional field, whether that be health, social care, education, highways, environment, whatever. Leisure is always bolted onto something because it's not seen as a priority. And then what you get is people running those services who don't necessarily understand Uh, the potential or what they're there for in the first place and along that journey of course you've lost a lot of very senior knowledgeable people out of the leisure sector so you know there's a lot of insourcing happening at the minute across England and I'm starting to question well, well why would you do that because clearly once you've outsourced when you're insourcing that knowledge and expertise doesn't exist anymore within that local authority so it's actually, you know, should you be looking at the model first and how you can improve that model, rather than trying to bring it back in-house and becoming a very inefficient model again. It's really interesting,
0: like, and I think leisure is one of those uh, the, the, the the responsibilities that a council has, not statutory, but it has a huge impact on the society, doesn't it? Obviously, because you know leisure, you know, obviously it's got public health. The well-being aspect of the community. What's it meant to Denbyshire and, you know, the, the society there in terms of the improvement of the leisure facilities?
1: Well, in in Denbyshire, I can say confidently, um, most of the uh, leisure sites that sit in our company on contract sit on school uh, uh, sites, so they're dual, dual facilities. So so any improvements or investments that we have made have, have also benefited the curriculum. We've provided facilities that are fit for purpose and modern and 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 ones that give schools opportunities to deliver better and and alternative curriculums because they are more modern and fit for purpose. Similarly in, in Denbyshire, because of the the strides Leisure made in uh, in its development, its growth, changing the culture, um, it also became the catalyst to a lot of economic development as well. So Leisure became the theme around redeveloping a whole seafront in denvershire it became the theme around economic growth uh, whether that be investment in hospitality um leisure attractions and and actually it was also the catalyst in helping leverage more private sector funding uh into the into the authority as well and there was also a recognition that you know what um leisure is a big employer So uh, they forget this. When you look at a leisure complex or a leisure centre or a leisure facility or a leisure attraction, people forget the amount of people we do employ and we become a lot of the time the first stage employment for for students. You know, we are the um, the entrance really for for a lot of people's first jobs, uh, job skills before they go on to college, university. Uh, We provide a lot of that uh, opportunity. So I think that recognition started to grow in Denbyshire, but to get that uh, reputation or relationship with education and and health and and, uh, uh, regeneration, it's having that credibility in the first instance, delivering a high quality model so that people want to partner you, they want to listen to you, but trying to place leisure at the heart of everything takes a lot to crack uh, in any local authority. And we, we spent a lot of time doing that before we actually were outsourced. What
0: would would what you say I mean to those councils that essentially are thinking about insourcing it or are stuck there with leisure facilities that I don't know, maybe fit not fit for purpose is probably too strong a sentiment but you know aren't performing the way they want to you know have you got any advice as opposed to how you guys have turned it around you know to such a degree and also I mean this this framework as well how easy is it to engage with that framework
1: well I think the 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 leisure framework has been the catalyst to lots of changes to leisure models across the UK because it it provides uh, that advice and guidance. It's not just build a leisure centre and hope for the best. The framework gives you that opportunity and platform to look at the right solutions. So it's a turnkey package where it can help local authorities and operators with feasibility, business case, uh, design, um, build, but also the support after the build to make sure that those businesses uh, reach their full potential. Um, that mechanism wasn't there years ago. So um, I, I think before local authorities consider insourcing and you know creating a whole lot lot more cost for local authority at a time when they're going to face more austere times, no doubt about that. Um, I would urge them to, to, to actually have a discussion with Alliance Leisure, or even ourselves, or, or, or other similar operators, because some great operators out there around the opportunities that the framework can provide. Um, uh, you know, local authorities used to be able to borrow money quite cheaply. That's not the case anymore. So, you know, via the framework as well, we can look at funding solutions uh, to help deliver these projects that perhaps previously would have been an aspiration. Um, And also the leisure framework helps you deliver leisure facilities that are fit for purpose rather than just the traditional replacement for what's there. Providing facilities that are going to be sustainable and self-sufficient, but also fit for purpose for the 21st century. So the framework gives you that uh, that mechanism, that portal to access all of this support and help to deliver um, high quality leisure facilities.
0: What do you think the the leisure of tomorrow will be? You know, we talk about trends coming and being fit for purpose. You know, what do you think is next for leisure?
1: Oh, well, technology is playing a big part now, isn't it? Uh, You know, we're we're trying to innovate all the time. Um, It's hard to tell. I mean, we're we're going into a really, really difficult period now. Clearly, the country's in a difficult period. But I think um, judging by our experiences leisure can continue being that catalyst for um growth regeneration and improving people's health and well-being uh, because not forgetting when we're going into these difficult times it, it, it's leisure people are looking towards um so i think leisure's got a big part to play in the future um but um the next 12 months especially is going to be difficult for local authorities as well
0: no, definitely. And I think that's a really, really interesting point. And I, I want to go, go back to that and give it some more focus because, you know, talking about how leisure is the catalyst and almost the anchor with which other developments, other funding, other community engagements is kind of, sp- kind of springboarded off in Dengbush. That's, that's really interesting because I think with a lot of these regeneration schemes that happen, you need to have that anchor that everything else is built around because you can't ever have a risk-free um uh design or a risk completely risk-free investment strategy um but actually there is always going to be a need for leisure and it's such a great way to improve the well-being of society as well because i think that's something that's so fundamental i mean guys if you get a chance at at home there's a i'll put a link in the um in the podcast episode to denbyshire leisure and i mean it's really is phenomenal quality they have there in terms of the uh um of the facilities they have available, uh, somewhere between a uh, uh, very, very high-end leisure uh, a gym and then a, a rave at some point in the video here, it seems in one of your cycling classes, Jamie. So uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I'd survive that one, but um, that, that's
1: well, really, again, really interesting. Uh, yeah, again, with all those facilities that you have seen, uh, it it it's really the Alliance Leisure framework that's helped us uh, really tap into all of these uh, sort of innovative uh leisure concepts that are available there's so many available but that's what alliance do well you know they help target the right solution for you and your business but at the same time help modernize the business you know people want more now than just a traditional gym and a sports hall the expectations are a lot higher um so that that's the beauty of the framework they've got access to all of those um different services and suppliers and facilities as well but the you asked me as well the you know what where do we see leisure in the future it's interesting isn't it that um, I think both the English and, and Welsh governments at the minute are looking at a big black hole in the NHS and uh, uh, and, and how they plug that gap um, and they keep throwing money at the problem but never really at the cure so leisure is the first thing that local authorities look at and, and governments look at in terms of being non-statutory but it's just going to create a bigger problem down the line for, for health, that the problem's going to get bigger. If we weren't there now providing such a range of facilities in the leisure sector, you know, what would the waiting list look like in the national health? It would be horrendously uh, worse, I would imagine. So we've never been able to crack that discussion with health around funding more leisure provision, more leisure activities and services to help longer term, take a longer term view and we'll help you deal with the problem. So that's, that's, that's an so true in the future, that's you
0: know? absolutely and uh, i think you like you there's an episode i did with glenn uh, stewart who's the director of public health for the london borough of enfield and he talks about this he talks about the fact that 70 percent of nhs demand is on diseases that are preventable with the correct exercise and diet and right. i don't know about yeah. you but if i'm not exercising my diet's not right leisure is the starting point <laughs> to having that uh, healthy eating uh, and um I think it's just fantastic. And I think you're absolutely right. If we could invest into leisure, then that would help alleviate the stress of that system. And also we've got an aging population. You want people to enjoy their lives and to enjoy moving and, and to, you know, building in those those abilities and those times to be social and to have that interaction. Because, you know, you're sat right now in North Wales. I'm sat in Newcastle. Um, Yes, I can see you on the screen, but there's not that human interaction. That's why it's so important um for for those team sports for the ability to socialize and i I completely agree and i just i just think to take my hat off to what you and your team have delivered jamie because it it really is spectacular and a great platform and template to be utilized uh, by other councils um elsewhere in the country um so yeah absolutely fantastic um I mean if you can make that work during covid um it's pretty much bulletproof as as a as a concept so yeah look I really appreciate that and I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and to talk about your journey because it really is inspiring and I think for any councils that are out there listening to this who've got leisure facilities or a leisure programme that isn't delivering, isn't giving the people, the community, what they want and need. And also, you know, in this modern day and age of Instagram and social media isn't living up to the the expectations of a society that has, you know, ever increasing standards. This is something that really can help. And I think the framework as well is a really, a really great way to be able to access that. And funding support and just, you know, advisory support that Jamie's talked about there. So I think it's fantastic, Jamie. I really do. Thank you. Well, you have been listening to the Truth About Local Government podcast. Today we've been exploring leisure with Jamie Groves, the Managing Director of Denver, Leisure Limited. It's been a great topic. It's been really interesting. And uh, thank you very much for listening at home. If you have any questions around leisure, if you're a local government organisation and you want some support, please reach out to myself uh, or Jamie directly and uh, I'll put you in contact with Jamie uh, or indeed the framework. But thank you now for listening and have a great day. Today's episode is sponsored by the UK Leisure Framework, the UK's only dedicated leisure framework. The UK Leisure Framework allows for the direct appointment of a development partner for scoping, design and construction of leisure centres and sports facilities. The framework is available to all UK public sector organisations and has completed over 100 projects to date. For more information, visit leisureframework.co.uk.